what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Welcome back to My Dad Watches The Bachelor, or should I say My Dad Watches The Shanae Show. I'm Meredith, and I'm here with my co-host, My Dad. Hello, Meredith. Hey, that's you renamed the show. You know, I, I, do you think ABC is going to pick up on that? I did not rename it. Our good friend Shanae did. This is not The Bachelor. This is The Shanae Show. And Shanae has got to be one of the most irritating people we've had on the show that I can remember. She's like one of our, you know, 100% villains. And I feel like recently we haven't had full villains like this. And I'm loving it. Well, I'm not sure I'm loving it. It seems like most of, in most of the other shows, the villains have been sent home much more quickly. And looking at the previews, I get the sense that Shanae is going to continue to be around for a while, which bugs I me. disagree. I think that Shanae's shelf life is, is dwindling rather quickly. I think next week we will say goodbye to her. You, you think the, 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 the network is throwing out some fakes there to keep uh, naive people like me watching? Probably, yes. Okay. Well, to me, it was pretty shocking that he bothered to keep her around as long as he has. Yeah, I think um, Clayton's uh, not a great judge of character, but, you know, we can get into that and my all my feelings on Clayton. I will try to not be too harsh, but it'll be difficult. Well, did, where, where, did you have any highlights that you can share from last night's program? I actually have a lot of highlights. Okay. So my first highlight was watching Clayton sit in between Shane, uh, Shanae and Elizabeth as they argue over shrimp and just the look on his face of just total, like he has no idea what's going on. He looks like a fish out of water, very overwhelmed, out of his element. And he sits there, doesn't say anything the whole conversation and then leaves and is so mind blown by what just happened. He's unable to have a single conversation afterwards and just cancels the whole cocktail party. Now, of course, I did put this as a low light <laughs> and he was melting like a snow cone on, a, on Miami Beach. You know, he was he was just melting down and incapable of doing anything, has to send his henchman Jesse in to shut things down and, and he was basically, basically impotent. Yeah. He, he is way too weak and not cut out to be the bachelor. It's like, he's never experienced two women having a, an argument or conversation in front of him at one time. Like he just seems like he's not quick enough to get a word in. Well, I, you know, in, in his defense, I do recall sometimes perhaps when you were in high school having arguments with your mother where, you know, I would take your brother and we would just hide in the other room. So, you know, it can be, there, there can be some, some shrapnel flying there. Well, you know, I think that's a little different because, you know, Clayton initiated this group conversation here. He, he wanted to be a part of it. He wanted to get to the bottom of it. I'm not really sure he said anything the whole time, but that, that goes into my second high of watching shrimp gate, turn into hot hot tub gate. Yeah, yeah. So so our, our friend Shanae, you know, is is so angry that no one took her shrimp and uh and she and that offered, they ignored well someone did take her shrimp. 
I think it was Mara took her shrimp, but Elizabeth claimed she was not in the hot tub when this happens. And Sinead just really pounces on that. She's like, oh, she's lying. Now I've actually got something I can go against on her. And do you recall whether or not Elizabeth was in the hot tub? I don't recall. And, you know, I mean, it's sort of like, should we throw the coach's challenge and go back and look at the videotape to see if... Well, uh, I did. I did. All right. Elizabeth So what does the New York office have to say on this? Elizabeth was in the hot tub. Da-da-da. She did lie about that. But I don't think that really matters because of how much Shanae sucks. But Shanae has a bone now that she is not going to give up, and it is that Elizabeth is a liar because she was in the hot tub and and lied about being in the hot tub. If you lie about that, you will lie about anything. Exactly. It doesn't matter that Shanae has been lying about literally everything she said to Clayton about Elizabeth, but God damn it, Elizabeth was in that hot tub. Uh, it, it, uh, yeah, the, your your highlights and just rethinking about them makes it uh, makes me exhausted. So, so I mean, the to me those those certainly made the night interesting. But I, I guess if you're shooting for for drama and and arguing and and the villain, that was I guess those are highlights. Yeah, sometimes I don't know if it's a high or low. Like I find it entertaining, but it's probably not a good thing. So I'm not sure where to put it. But usually it's just how do I feel on the entertainment scale these yeah. these first couple episodes. But my my next one is good. What's so that? Clayton seeing his friend Clarence from Mizzou. Clayton was a hundred times more excited seeing his friend Clarence than he is seeing any of these women. So I wrote that, and then I added a little bullet once we got to our group date. And I said, actually, he looks almost as happy watching the girls tackle each other. I, I did put as a highlight, you know, Clarence, who I guess now lives in Houston, you know, he brings out more emotion uh, in Clayton than any of the ladies. So, you know, he was just so excited and hugging him. And Clarence seems like such a nice fellow. You know, we don't know Clarence, he, you know, but but uh, he's married. I, I think he has a kid and and uh, was showing pictures on his phone. And, you know, and, and Clarence seems very normal. And it was it was a breath of fresh air. I just thought it was funny, like we can see what Clayton looks like when he's excited and happy about something. And we can see that that really hasn't happened at all while he's been the bachelor. Well, I almost got the sense he was relieved to, uh, <laughs> to get away from some of the, the girl drama. But uh, anyway, I, I, I did have Clarence as, as being, uh, being a highlight. What other highlights did you have? Well, two that I want to bring up one Marlena, the Olympian, playing football. Yeah, she... Untouchable. <laughs> she was kicking ass and uh, knew she was going to kick ass. And that yeah, was... Not too surprising. Yeah, that, that was sort of fun. But then I want to give a big shout out to Clayton because I think he asked the best question that has ever been asked on this show when he was on his date with Rachel, where he said to Rachel... Basically, why is a beautiful woman like you with a badass job actually here on this show? He asked that question. That is the question we should be asking so many of these people. And he finally asked the question. Yeah, I I didn't love that moment. I don't like when Clayton tries to be a little funny jokester. 
And, I you was, know, the way he said it, he like it looked like he was trying to say something really serious, you know. I, I thought it was a really good question, and she had to work a little bit to answer that question. I don't think he meant it in a serious way. Uh, I, I think I, he meant it in like a flirty, funny way. I think there was some seriousness to it. And I think it's a question a lot of people on the show should be asking uh, the, the people that come on the show and asking themselves. You know, is it because they want Instagram fame? Is it really, you know, there, there are a lot of beautiful women when, when there's a bachelorette. There are a lot of handsome men. You know, is, what's, why are they really on this show? Is this really the way they think they're going to meet somebody? Give me a break. Yeah, but I think everyone's there for the same reason. Like, you know. Chasing celebrity? Yes. Ha. Huh. Well, okay. We've just blown the lid off this one. Let's I don't think on. that Clayton's there because of the uh, two successful Bachelor relationships that have come out of the show in 40-plus seasons. Well, well, hope springs eternal. You know, I, I know he's not that smart, but I think that anyone can see that those stats aren't in your favor. Okay. Uh, so, uh, what sort of lowlights? Uh, oh, oh, I'm not done. Oh, okay. I'll go. Rachel pretending like she knew who Restless Road was during the one-on-one -on -one date serenade. That gave me a good chuckle. She just, you know, in her little, in the moment interview, just seemed so excited to hear from Restless Road. Never heard of these people before. I'm assuming you have not heard of Restless Road either. No. Okay. Because I have not either, and... and wasn't you know, they, were, they were fine was not overly impressed they were fine but yeah. you know yeah, it was move along yeah yeah okay but, my last high this is the best one the whole football group date i found it so amazing you know i enjoyed the super casual hyundai advertising during the tailgate you know we get to see clayton and gabby plug the grill into the car to start it, you know, it's just so ah, chef's kiss. It's beautiful. And the, sh the, the naming of the teams, who picked shrimp stampede as a team? Is Shanae picking all of the team names now? You'd think that these girls would stay far away from the shrimp. You would think that. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a, a curious choice. No one seemed to have an issue with it though. And lastly, the lack of football skills and understanding that was on the field. I enjoyed the announcing that was happening. And I think mostly I enjoyed when Clayton said, Gabby, you have to protect your quarterback. And Gabby says, why? Gabby does not strike me as sort of the, uh, the, the football fanatic or, 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 yeah. So, so yeah. And, 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 was it Sierra that was just decided she should just start tackling Shanae regardless of whether Shanae had the ball or wherever? Yeah. And Clayton called her out for it, and she pretended like she just didn't know the rules. Yeah, I didn't know you had to have a ball to tackle somebody. So that was that was funny. Now, I will say I continue to – I wonder what their insurance rates are on this stuff because I it seems like someone's going to get hurt. You know, I'm not sure that you should have these people out there playing tackle football. Yeah, it – it's interesting. I, I enjoyed the uh, highlight reel of all the Bachelor Bowls of seasons past. I thought that was funny. You know, just make this make this a very serious sporting event. And and I liked how long the women stayed in their pads after getting sent home from the group date. 
why do I think that was not their choice? <laughs> it was, the whole thing was just so ridiculous. You know, I, I loved it. Do you have any other highs? No, that's all. So, so to transition from that as a low light, I thought it was sort of uh, pretty mean spirited to feed the girls all this bad tailgate food. Uh, you know, we're going to eat hot dogs and cheeseburgers and all this stuff. And then, then we're going to go play tackle football. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think that was too cool. I think you're asking for some serious stomach issues there. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. You know, I don't think that's really what was on the girls' mind when they were told they were going to have to play tackle football. They weren't thinking, oh, crap, I just ate two cheeseburgers. They're thinking, oh, crap, I never tackled someone, nor do I know how to be tackled. This is not going to be fun. I, you know, as you know, I've I've played a little, you know, throwing a football around every now and then, you know, things get a little bit more competitive. I'm just saying, you you know, probably after two hot dogs and three beers, my game ain't that good. Mm. Well, I thought that I put it as a low that we should have gotten some better football players to be our coaches. I have no idea who those Texan players are and uh, we should have gotten some people that were more famous. Well, you know, I, I'm, I'm not sure you, you and I are football fans and I, I, I might be able to name two or three Texans, but Texans aren't that good. So, um, you know, that it would be hard to find te- uh, Texans that anyone knows. I'm assuming they aren't current players either because they would have been in season while this was filming, but I don't really know. It's not like they were really putting themselves out there physically. So I think they, it may well have been in season at, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, for the record, that that is the stadium where I saw my favorite team, the Carolina Panthers, actually lose a Super Bowl. I was in that stadium for that uh, many years ago. So, uh, was Janet Jackson and Tom Brady? Yes. <laughs> so, rip to Tom Brady, not Janet Jackson. Um, sort of low life for me. I don't party crashing dates. You know, what, oh, yes. What is that all about? You know, we're, we're going to wander around on our horses and we come across some family. We don't know them, but they look like they have lots of food. So uh, we're going to hang out with them and, and while they interrogate uh, uh, poor Rachel about uh, her intent and everything. What was that about? No, I thought this was so stupid and cringy and weird. Like, what? it made no sense. It was very staged. Like, why are we just going to go talk to some strangers? Why do I want strangers talking to me about if I'm ready to settle down and asking me questions as if they know me or they know Clayton? Like, it's just, it was so dumb. Like, Susie gets a one-on-one date where she goes on a helicopter to a yacht. And Rachel goes on a one-on-one date where she has to talk to strangers and eat barbecue. Well, and, and, and but, but I thought Rachel seemed very at home. And, you know, I, I know the date was not as exotic as the one that Susie got to get on, go on. But uh, after, after they ate with this unknown family, they got to, to go to a rather very peaceful, romantic looking lake or pond or something like that. It was, it was it's, to me, it seemed very nice. Yeah, there was a little too much whispering between the two of them. Like they they just kept when they were alone like 
I don't know if they thought it was romantic to speak quietly to each other, but it's just like, come on, you're on national TV. You need to talk up so we can hear you. And uh, I, my least favorite whispering happened towards the end of their date. This is a specific low for me. Clayton whispering to Rachel, I will never dim your light while they were slow dancing. I literally felt my drink start to come back up when I heard it. I was like, oh, that's disgusting. So cringy. Don't you want to be with someone that is going to want you and encourage you to do what you want? Yeah, but I don't like I feel like Clayton's the kind of guy who's just going to like verbalize it a lot, but maybe not actually back it up. Like, oh, I'll say whatever you want to hear right now. But like a year down the road when you're out flying all week and I never see you, I'm going to have some issues with it. He's going to be partying with Clarence. He's going to be fine. You know, that's going to it's going to work out fine for him. And and. You, you you must recognize that uh, Clayton needs to be with someone who's got a bright light because his light ain't that bright. So you know, he, he needs to have someone who's shining rather brightly to uh, to help him and provide some direction in his relationships. So. I just find most things that Clayton does like pretty cringy. And that was just one that really stood out to me that I I just felt like physically uncomfortable listening to it. Well, it might have been very cliche like, but uh, I, I thought that his intent was was appropriate. So, okay, well, the, those are all my lows. Well, I think I've uh, be, between your highs and my lows, I've covered my lows as well. <laughs> all right, should we get to the right reason? Sure. Would you like to start? I'm giving my right reason to Clarence. Uh, <laughs> Because, uh, yeah, he's he's there to support his buddy. I had a hard time finding uh, right reasons with many of these people. I find Rachel delightful, but but you know, you're talking about people saying things today that they might not actually mean. I I think most of the women on the show are probably doing that, and I don't think Rachel is any different. I think she's saying uh, the right things to get her rose and stay in the game. I, I, you know, I like Rachel. I, I think she, uh, to me, uh, she's one of the ones that I picked to be there at the end, but uh, I, I, I just question whether I, I question how sincere she is, but you know, these people hardly know each other. So how, you know, what are you supposed to do? Anyway, Clarence is there for the right reason. He's supporting his bro. He seems like a delightful young man. Go Clarence. Mm. I, I have two right reasons. I did pick Rachel because for whatever reason, she seems genuinely into Clayton. So I guess that's like technically the right reason. Um, and I, I liked listening to her talk about being a pilot as a woman and like working in more of a male-oriented field and how she has to work harder to prove herself and needing to be with someone who's supportive of it. Like I thought that was a good conversation. I think she seems genuine. I feel like it would be, maybe this, I'm projecting here, but I think it would be hard to fake it with Clayton. And uh, I. I don't know. Clayton, uh, I'm not sure Clayton's going to pick up on that quite yet, but go ahead. Yeah, that's true. Hasn't picked it up with with Shanae yet. But um, I, Rachel seems fine to me. I think that she's in it for the long haul at this point. And like, I'm not like super into Rachel, so it wouldn't upset me if she ended up with Clayton like it would if, like, Susie ended up with her, him. So 
my, that's my first right reason. And then my second right reason, once again, is Elizabeth, you know, continually, continuing to handle herself like a mature lady, you know, even with her exit, you know, she was very kind to Clayton, like, I hope you find what you're looking for and just always taking the high road. And I'm very excited to see what the women tell all is like with Elizabeth and Shanae and what Clayton will say now that he's like gotten to watch all this back and know that he's made the wrong decision. I I kept finding myself hoping that during the rose ceremony, one of the women would, who he called up there would say, Clayton, I will accept this rose, but only if Shanae goes home. (laughs) Otherwise you should give it to somebody else. Yeah, that would have been a power move, especially from a front runner. Yeah. Didn't uh, happen, but I was I was hopeful. That anyway. kind of goes into my wrong reason um, of Clayton keeping Shanae instead of Elizabeth. So my wrong reason is Clayton. Um, I assumed that Shanae would stay because we saw clips of her like at the football day and grabbing the trophy off the table, all of that stuff. But I kind of thought that a producer pick would have both of them stay. So I'm guessing Clayton fought hard to be like, no, I'm done with this. I only want to keep one of them. And then I don't know if Clayton picked to keep Shanae or the producers encouraged him to keep Shanae, but definitely had like producer pick written all over it, even though Clayton does seem into her, which is weird to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, sometimes womanly charms can uh, uh, cloud someone's judgment. And I think Shanae is throwing all of her womanly charms at Clayton. Uh, He's just too simple minded. Well, I I did. I I put wrong reason for Clayton down for letting Shanae stay at the after party, you know, and, and having a little makeout session with her on the bar when her team lost. And he should be spending time with the other lady. She barges in. He didn't seem excited to see her. No, he didn't. But uh, he still spent time making out with her as well. Um, I guess that's that's the way he communicates. But uh, he likes to kiss so that he doesn't have to talk. I think you're right. (laughs) So that was one wrong reason. The other wrong reason I had was Hannah Storm, you know, the announcer for football. She at least in my opinion, was at one point a semi-respected announcer and journalist. Why the hell is she on this show? Hannah Storm, come on, you're making poor career decisions here. I Uh, enjoyed the commentating, though. thought it was amusing. It it was amusing. She wasn't taking herself too seriously, but just showing up on this show, bad career move for Hannah Storm. I'm I'm disappointed in that. Mm. Well, hopefully she learns. Okay, my MVP... It's actually co-MVPs this week for Sierra and Genevieve because they came up with a plan to help Clayton see who the real Shanae is, and they actually put it into action in the group date. You know, lots of these ladies are all talk, but they followed up. They told Clayton that Shanae is not who he thinks she is. She's not someone you want as a wife. And I think it was about time someone opened his eyes to the truth it's just a shame that Clayton is still such a dummy and can't, you know, see through it. Well, well, obviously they left us with a, a bit of a cliffhanger in that uh, 
Shanae, after talking to Clayton, walks up to the other girls, grabs the trophy and tosses it into the into the bushes. Sort of tells the girls, keep my name out of your mouth. Kind of reminiscent of last year when last year's villain, villain threw like the bomber jacket into the pool. Yeah, Peter threw the jacket in the pool. Yeah, Peter, yeah. Peter threw Peter. the jacket in the pool, made uh, what's-his-name cry. Um, yeah, so um, it, it seems to me there's some evidence there of, yeah, she is crazy. You need to get rid of this person. She just came in here and, and hey, by the way, Clayton, this trophy, can you get it out of the bushes over there? Because crazy Sinead threw it in. We'll see if we'll see what happens. There. I think like Clayton believed Sierra and Genevieve, but then Sinead kind of had some some oomph to her story because she's like, I overheard Sierra and Genevieve plotting against me about how they were gonna like send me home and talk bad about me. And that had just happened. And so Clayton was like, Oh, maybe like Sinead's actually right here. But I do feel like it was weird that Sinead's like, oh, I put my ear up to the wall and was eavesdropping on them. And like that wasn't like kind of weird for Clayton to hear and be like, oh, so you're like spying on people. This is a little odd. Well, but is, I it, think- is, it, is, it, is it odd that they have cameras in bedrooms while people are napping and, or, and saying, Sinead, wake up, listen to the wall. <laughs> the, the whole thing is just weird. And like, I think that that little that story that. Shanae knew that they were going to do that is what's giving her like a leg to stand on still with Clayton. But hopefully he sees through it. As much as I've loved what Shanae has brought in terms of entertainment value, I do think it's time to move on from it. Although I worry about how much more Clayton I'm going to get once it's done. Something will fill that vacuum. Don't worry. Hopefully. Do you have any fatherly advice to wrap us up? Well, I, I, as I as I think I've expressed, I really enjoyed Clarence. Clarence threw some good uh, tips out there in terms of saying, you know, marriage can be another beast in itself. And I don't think he intended to say marriage is awful or anything. But I think what he meant and what I tell you and our listeners is that marriage is something that you work at, that uh, they're they're going to be waves that uh, you're going to have to make compromises and talk to one another. And that's normal and that's healthy. And that's what you have to do to make marriage work. And I don't remember who said it, but one of the ladies said, and I'm sure they were talking about Shanene was you don't marry toxic. Good advice. I wouldn't date toxic. Don't want to hang out with toxic, try to avoid toxic. Final piece of advice if you're playing pickup football, basketball, or other sports, pick the former Olympian. That's what you want to do. And don't eat the hot dogs beforehand. That's good advice, too. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Well, I think that that gives our listeners a lot to think about in the next coming week while, while they wait to hear from us again. So if you enjoy the podcast, make sure to comment, rate, subscribe to us anywhere you listen to podcasts. And we would like to thank mesh for hosting us as always so join us next time to hear more about clayton season from the right perspective and my dad's you've been listening to the mesh an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts sports to entertainment music to community 
All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.